0: Hey, we are here. We are doing another episode of Ask Wholesale. This is the episode that you want to watch, episode eight. We're answering some great questions. One of them is, how do you compete in today's market? We're going to talk about, uh, what were some of the other things to talk about? Uh, increasing your wholesale fees, how to ah, do it. That's right. And then at the end, we're going to talk about uh, the, oh, you had something to throw in uh, there. This,
1: yeah, then we we're talking about uh, how to create a fire
0: list buyers, list. Also buyer's a, list a killer now. buyers list and at the end we're going to wrap up with a book that all three of us read that got us started on our real estate Change journey our lives. so look out episode 8 episode eight of the
2: ask wholesale show you made it you are here have made it to episode eight that's uh that's that's saying something almost double digits almost Almost double digits almost
0: getting there there. so uh we're gonna go into it we have three real estate questions and one fun
2: question so let's get into it yeah let's do that i guess i'll read the questions that's your cue man oh that's my cue (laughs) that's your cue that's my cue um <laughs> Still don't know what to do with my yeah, hands. By double digits. bought a cup. Five. Yeah, we'll get it by double digits. I bought a cup so I can kind of. There's there's nothing in there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so your prop. yeah, it's so my it's prop. prop. Um, okay, so the first question here is, uh, where do you? F- <laughs> oh, that one has something in it Okay, there we go. Thank so you. So the the first question is, where do you find these properties at the right price? Who wants uh, to go into that? I can actually – I was actually thinking about that when I saw it. Um, the truth is it's very rare that they'll come in at the right price. Um, you can – your lead generation can be anything from bandit signs to uh, eviction leads to other wholesalers to bird dogs. It's very rare that these properties are going to come in at the right price. I think I can name maybe three four properties in the past two and a half, three years – uh, that have been wholesaling that came in at the right price. Um, but the reality is to you have to get them at the right price. Uh, it doesn't matter where they're at. Um, you have to negotiate them to the right price as long as the numbers add up. So uh, if you're in a lower income area and you know that the retail value of a 3-2 is $100,000, you know you probably need to be somewhere in the $45,000 to $50,000 range, depending on what the rehab is. Um, and most of the time they're going to be asking sixty, seventy thousand dollars 70000 so you're going to be off. The key to getting them at the right price is negotiation. Uh, that's where you're going to be able to get these properties correctly. It's just the proper negotiation, the proper follow-up, and the proper um, uh, rapport with the seller really is what it is. So it's to me, you don't find them at the right price. You get them at the right price.
1: Yeah. Anything on that? No, I mean everything you said, pretty much hundred percent. I would agree. Um, like, like you said, nothing comes in at the right price except for that one I got today that I went to go sign. That one it was just like oh, home- so this was
0: meant to be. This question
1: this was, was like meant a home to run, be. right? It's rare that, that it comes in where like the price that they're asking for is like exactly where you need to be. But how did you get that one? That one's actually a bandit signs, an old bandit sign that she called me off of my Google Voice number, and so it was just like boom. Out don't know where I got a call and I was like, Okay, yeah. Got to asked everything I need to ask about it and the price I told her the price point that I needed it to be and she was like, Yeah, that works. We just wanna get rid of it. And I was like, No negotiating, nothing. She just, yeah, that works. I was like, All right. Super, super, super he, easy. And he was
0: getting tired of putting out bandit signs. <laughs> I he was, was like, I don't give, want me, to give me do. some other leads and he's like, Well, now this lead came in. He's like, Alright, so where where
2: is the bandit signs? <laughs> at? We need more bandit signs, we I need more. to order more bandit signs. <laughs> And actually, one came in for me about a week and a half ago as well that she was asking the right price. The only problem was that something about taxes, she owed more than what the property was worth. It was crazy. She owed like $90,000 in taxes. How it even got that far, I don't know. But she was really only asking for like 50 grand off the property. And that's right. with the ARV, the location, and what um, what the rehab was based on our conversation. 50 would have been perfect, except, like I said, shield taxes, but I guess banded signs would be the proper answer then, because we both got good leads off of banded signs. So. Well, okay,
0: so to go back to what you were saying, to get the property at the right price, you hit a nail on the head, which is you need to be good at negotiating. Yeah. Uh, none of these deals are just going to fall on your lap and just be at the perfect price points. So you need to be able to negotiate properly with the seller and properly with the buyer And quick, really, really quick plug, if you go to our Hilco Homes Facebook page, we actually have a video course that outlies uh, specifically all the little details of negotiation for a wholesaler, over 30 videos going over that topic that we have available uh, for you if you're trying to improve your negotiation. Um, But anyway, on top of what he was saying, he was saying you needed to be able to negotiate, but you need to be able to negotiate with people that are willing to have a conversation with you. And those people that are willing to have the conversation with you are people that are motivated. And these are two uh, types of people. First, they're either financially motivated, meaning they um, they're about to be foreclosed on, they're behind on their payments. Maybe they inherited the property. And now they have the expenses of the, the mortgage that's on it, the taxes that are coming due, and they can't afford it. Maybe they don't have the money for the rehab. Um, or the property itself is just um, distressed. It's got a hole in the roof. The foundation's going off. Uh, it's been going off for a while now, and, and it's just getting bad. So you need to
2: be in communication or
0: looking for people that are motivated in some capacity.
2: Right I actually close quickly. I actually had a seller who... Wasn't gonna get foreclosed on the property. Wasn't distressed, but it wasn't really bothering them. The taxes weren't too expensive. They're splitting it up again, uh, between him and his brother, and it, it just wasn't. It wasn't as much of a burden to him, but his motivation was that he wanted to sell off the property, to pay for his mother's hospital expenses. So it 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 could be a motivation other than um, other than the property itself. They might want to sell because they need the money to do something else so it might not be the property is a burden it might not be that they're going to get foreclosed on or anything like that but i use that to help um bring down the price to where i needed it to because they wanted a certain amount and we really need to be about eight eight or ten thousand dollars less and um you know for it to make sense because you want to help people but you also want the deal to make sense um and if it doesn't make sense then you kind of can't pay that extra money anyways uh, I used that as motivation, I said, hey, we can close quickly, we can get this done two to four weeks, as soon as title clears, because I already had a buyer lined up, and um, we can get this one knocked out, and you'll have your, your $20,000 in your pocket, so that way you can go ahead and, and take care of your mother and her hospital expenses. And they were more motivated to negotiate uh, from 30 to 20, uh, because they, they needed that money in order to pay for that. So it wasn't really the property, but it was their situation. So that's another uh, form of motivation.
1: So, yeah, I started asking. I started asking, what's the reason for selling? But in a way to where you don't like offend them, and if you ask the right way, they'll tell you what the real reason that they want to sell this, and you can kind of use that to your advantage the right way. You know what I mean? So
2: that's how you that. Those are different tips and tricks to get these properties at the right price. You don't just they don't just fall into your lap. You have to get them there. You have to uh, guide them to where you need them. You have them. to caress them a little bit. Finesse. Finesse.
0: It's my All middle right. name,
2: by the way. Oh, yeah? No, it's Antonio, but yeah, still. Uh, uh, Antonio, <laughs> parentheses, Juan Antonio, Fine, Juan Antonio Finesse Bustos. There you go. Mr. Finesse. All right, well, hit us
0: with the next one.
2: Okay. Uh, the next question is, how do you compete in today's market where everything that hits the market is being sold? This question is actually coming from uh, Facebook, from Doc REI Broker. Um, so, again, the question so, is... What's up, Doc? Thank you for the question. So again, the question is, how do you compete in today's market where everything that hits the market is being sold? Marco?
0: So um, I'm assuming his name has REI broker in it. So I'm assuming that he's um, talking about putting it on the market, MLS, with agents, selling it on the retail market. And it's true. In today's uh, real estate climate, properties are selling faster and faster. And they're also selling at higher and higher prices, especially during the summer time frame. That's when the highest volume is being moved. And we're based in San Antonio, so San Antonio is always hitting new highs year Absolutely. in and year Absolutely. out. So it is, the truth is, it's uh, prices are getting harder. So if you're trying to get deals at those low prices, is it hard? It can be hard. But the truth is, um, the way you compete is one of a few few ways. Number one, look where other people are not looking. So, from a retail space, you know the, all those people are dealing with agents, they're dealing with properties that have already been fixed up, that are ready to go on the market. Uh, you're looking for properties that are need work, that need rehab, uh, those type of things. And the way you also compete is you provide a different service than uh, what they would get from the retail market. If they list it with an agent, then even if they find a buyer at a high price point, it's gonna take them 30 to 45 days to close. They need to make sure that the property itself uh, meets the standards of the lender, which is its own hurdle. And they have to be able to go through an inspection period with the buyer and have the buyer uh, want to purchase it after that. And what we're doing here as wholesalers, typically we're looking for properties where the seller needs to sell quickly, they need to sell fast. We're willing to take on any property with any any problems? Uh, what's the worst
1: looking house y'all have dealt with? The one I yeah, fell yeah, yeah. through the floor. You fell through the floor? <laughs> yeah, the, the one, we, the big duplex over there on. Uh,
2: oh yeah, I remember that say, one on Monterrey. Monterrey yeah, yeah I fell to the floor. <laughs> we went, <laughs> we went
1: there. It was supposed
2: to be, supposedly it was a fourplex. I remember that, mm-hmm. and we had to drill. We had to, we had to pull uh, mm-hmm. the the piece of plywood. We had to uh, unscrew it, and we walked through and. a bunch of the floor was missing. I remember I, yeah. I didn't even want to walk through the whole thing. It was crazy. You he were like, floor. I'll just
0: stay over here. and Aaron's like, nah, I got it. I'll was, take the
2: photos. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to
1: do that. Aaron was Aaron, Aaron. I remember that. that but I've was even funny. seen, I've even seen we went to a house one time and there was a like we walked in and you heard like little noise and it was like there was actually rats, dude, in the tub. I don't know if you oh, remember. It was, it was off a of du uh, duet. There was some rats in the tub on oh, that Oh one, yeah,
2: yeah. Those two parts, they were right next to each other. Yeah. Right? So and I was
1: like, Well yeah, there's some crazy houses.
2: Yeah, I've seen I've <laughs> seen some bad ones. I've seen some I've seen some ones with missing floors. I've seen some. The worst thing, the worst thing I hate looking at is like the distressed properties that have like the really nasty, like toilets. <laughs> oh, it's the worst! It's, it's the thing, worst. Yeah. I'm like, oh man. You lift it up with your shoe and you're like, yep, that's disgusting. And it's, I've seen I've seen some pretty bad ones. I've seen some ones where dead cats under the foundation. I'm not even joking. It's crazy. So
0: Yeah, as far as the toilets, I've seen some where there were squatters in the house and the toilets were full. So they were using the tub as oh, the restroom. Oh, man. So it was filling up. So that, that, <laughs> obviously just, that tub
2: had to go. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that tub was not salvageable. So. <laughs> But Uh,
0: but yeah, so that's one way to compete is just uh, look for the properties that can't really be sold easily on the retail market and uh, you can help those type of people. There's tons of people. There's always going to be people going through a divorce. There's always going to be people dying. There's always going to be people that are getting behind on their payments. You're trying to help those people, uh, the people that have life situations that come up.
2: Also, um, to compete, really to compete in today's market you have to be and this is going to sound funny saying it you have to be competitive you have to be diligent you have to be uh uh, on point with your follow-up you have to be um you have to be right there working all your leads you don't just work the new leads that come through you have to do your follow-up on the old leads that may or may not have been sold that may be working i just recently uh just happened to me a couple weeks ago that i had i got a call from somebody who was uh you know, I had been following up with them for about six, seven months, and they were at a certain price point, point. then they called me up. They said, hey, I really need to sell. Uh, time is of the essence. I need to get this sold by a certain time. I'll even drop to a lower price point. They didn't drop that much, but they still, they, they knew that I was the one to contact when they were ready to sell because I had been following up with them. So if you stay diligent and you stay uh, on point with your follow-up, you're gonna, th- those leads are gonna come through, and that's how you stay competitive because... A lot of the times these sellers will often sell to the first person that they talk to, uh, despite the fact that they're talking to a lot of different people. And as long as you stay on that follow-up, even if somebody else offers them more, you're following up with them and you're asking when the close date is and you're finding out... Uh, as much information as you can so you can be there almost like the rebound boyfriend right so you're almost like the rebound boyfriend like hey that didn't work out guess who's still here it's me so stay diligent on your leads stay diligent on your follow ups and you'll be able to so you're uh, saying you can come out of the friend
0: zone if you're diligent
2: (laughs) oh man the friend zone the friend zone is a familiar place for me so um, I've worked my way out a couple times but yeah definitely you work your way out of the out of the out of the no sell zone or the friend zone and, and you you just stay following up and you stay hitting them and you stay calling them and the eventually some of them will come through so that's how you stay competitive cool awesome let's hit the next one okay so the next question is also coming to us from facebook uh from mario Bashir. his question is how do you market your deals to investors did you create a list and
1: what i was saying is yes you uh do create a list basically if you're just starting off and I would use Facebook as a tool because Facebook is the fastest way to connect with everybody but I would just post on there hey you know I'm a new wholesaler in town I'm looking for cash buyers can you drop your your email or or your phone number or if you did if you have a property and it's your first time trying to find a buyer just you know post hey who buys in this zip code or I have a property for sale it's a 2-1 can you you post and just share it to a bunch of groups and you'll be surprised uh, how many how many people will respond to you but not only that you don't you have to actually create an Excel sheet and save it yourself that we always have it on file and you can continue to continue to add to it.
2: You can actually put those leads. You can actually put those buyers into a, a giant list and put them into a, an email blast software. Uh, we mentioned earlier that we use the one called MailChimp. Uh, so you'll want to write that down. It's MailChimp, M-A-I-L, and then Chimp, C-H-I-M-P. Yeah, we can probably put it there somewhere. But MailChimp. use Mailchimp and it'll create an email blast. Like when you you know how like when you get offers from Target, or as I like to call it Tarjay, because I'm fancy. Um, Target. Target, Walmart, all those where they're sending you all these offers via email. Uh, they use similar softwares. They probably use it on a bigger scale. But you you know you you input everybody on that email list, you create your email template, and then whenever you have a property, you put it together and you just blast it out to them, and you. Uh, you Go one by one. After you've blessed it up, give it about 24 hours. You just start calling people. Hey, I sent you this. I sent you this. I sent you this. And uh, you, you can go that route You know to market to your investors.
0: Yeah, put it on Facebook. Uh, do your email blast. Go to mark, uh, networking events. Yeah. And take flyers with you. Uh, if you have other wholesalers you know, to reach out to those wholesalers, they might have the buyer for you and just figure out how everyone's gonna get paid. You know, Just get the, the word out there, Facebook's a great tool, there's other uh, avenues in that realm, but for us, we've been doing it for so long that now we have a substantial email list, which you'll build over time. We do an email blast, we might do multiple email blasts of uh, a certain deal until it moves, and then you wanna call, you wanna text through every person in your contact, and then you're gonna have people that raise their hand and say they're interested in the deal, and then from there you just start working them and get them into the house
2: and uh, go from there. So pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's pretty not hard, uh, to build your buyer's list. If Juan can do it, I mean, if I, <laughs> yeah, can do if, it. I can do it. <laughs> if I can do it, if I can do it, and I'm a little slow. I'm a lot of slow. <laughs> a lot of slow. I'm a lot of slow. I'm a lot of bit slow. So, um, but yeah, those there's 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 tons of ways to do that. Um, I guess we can move on to the next question. Uh, this one's a fun question. This one is. We like it when you throw questions.
0: the fun questions at us. So throw because us some then, fun questions. Then you're really getting to know
2: us. That's right. <laughs> yeah, throw us some throw us some personal questions. I mean, you know, what's your favorite color and why? I mean, maybe a little more complex than that, right? But <laughs> you know, just throw us some fun questions. We like answering these because we get to have fun with them, and and, and it's it's not always about real estate. This one actually happens to be about real estate. <laughs> so, but they're not always about real estate. So you know, just you can send us uh, whatever questions you guys want to find out, so we can have fun with it. Uh, but this question specifically is, how did you learn about real estate? And uh, I guess we'll start with Marco, or? All right,
0: so for me, I uh, what started this whole thing for me was in high school, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad uh, by Robert Kiyosaki. Now, most people know this book. If you don't know about this book, take some time. Go buy the book, read it. It's, a, it's an easy, quick read um, that will go by very quickly. It's easy to digest, uh, but in the book, He basically explains how to think about money and how that applies to investing and how that applies to business and when I read that book I learned the power of rental real estate cash flow in general and then from there on out I told myself I wanted to be an investor I wanted to be a businessman and so from there I just started digesting as many books as I could I went to a bunch of seminars. Um, I went to Donald Trump seminars back in the day, at Trump University.
2: Trump University. Yeah,
0: and uh, went to a whole bunch of different seminars. And uh, eventually I landed at a local seminar with a local company called Lifestyles Unlimited. Uh, They really, what they were saying really made sense and I signed up to be a member there, and then eventually I, I was like really annoying. I would basically send them all these spreadsheets of all these different properties of what I thought were deals, but I wasn't sure. And I was at their office all the time. I was like going to all of their <laughs> events, and they said, well, why don't you become an agent and find deals for our investor clients, our members here? And so I thought that was a golden opportunity, and so I became an agent, and then I, I was starting to look for MLS deals and sending them to the investors, and then built from there.
1: Cool. So, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Aaron? Same thing. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I had All never right. I had never even thought about it. I don't know how I even thought about it, to be honest. I think my... Uh, how did
0: you re- find out about Rich Dad, well, Poor
1: Dad? Well to, that be, well, to be honest, it actually started with my brother text me that he got his tickets to... Because Dan Merrill, I don't know if you... Dan Merrill... Anyways, he was on the radio. Dan Merrill was coming to do a seminar, so my brother got us two tickets to go and when we went to the seminar, it was like an hour long or whatever. That was my first time ever discovering or even knowing what wholesaling is because I, I didn't even know that world existed. I didn't even know what that word was. And then they mentioned to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then so I just, I don't know, I just kind of picked up on it, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I, and I just I just read through it. And after that, that's when I really got interested in real estate. And that's when I started adding like more people on Facebook that were in real estate and stuff like that. And then I just saw more and more people doing it. And then I just, I mean, I just went with it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So that's how I got involved in it, really. It was actually from my brother texting me to go to that thing. And now my brother doesn't, I mean, he knows what it is, but he knows exactly what I do. But he's like, nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that happens a lot. So that's
0: awesome. So it connected with you, huh? Yeah. Very Pretty cool. Much. It happened I much remember much seeing, I was like, who's who this Eric guy over here? <laughs> Friending everybody on Facebook.
2: Yeah. That's funny. He was on the ball about it. <laughs> I was so uh, for me. It was the same thing. I also read Rich Dad Poor Dad. So, oh really? Yeah. So we gotta put that book somewhere. Maybe so yeah, we yeah y- y'all should definitely read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Dad if like, you haven't already it. read it, or like switch your mindset. It, it's a paradigm shift. Yeah, it'll it'll just completely switch up your your mindset. I was actually. Nobody suggested it to me nobody uh anything what had happened was Listen I was to
0: this guy he's like oh nobody helped me I I just <laughs> knew I saw this book and it it spoke to me well
2: I was uh, here's what happened was I I was actually working a I had actually I had just started working my first door to door sales job I was a door to door salesman and um I went to the bookstore in my in my city at the time which is Laredo Texas and I I uh, was just kind of looking around in the business section and I was looking for books on how to improve my sales skills, really was what it was. And I saw it and I saw the purple cover and I pulled it out and I said, Rich Dad, poor Dad. And I read the back and I you know, kind of looked it up and then I pulled out my phone and I Googled it. And you know, I said, whatever, it's like 12 bucks. I think it cost me like 12 bucks. So I bought it and I read it. and I read it and it was a complete mind shift for me. Now, he talks about real estate. He talks about stocks. He, uh, he talks about business. Uh, he talks about a bunch of different ways, and it, it, it just it, and it's not really a guide on how to do real estate. It's more of a more of a this is your mindset now. This is my mindset, and this is the difference between the two and why I'm successful versus why you know you're not successful.
0: It's like the rich, the richest mindset about money. It's basically what right. he describes. That's why it's called Rich Dad Poor Dad.
2: So, yeah, so I read it and at the time I thought, well, you know, maybe stock investing kind of seems like my thing. I really definitely want to change my life and and turn it around. And I heard on the radio that they were going to give uh, a few months later, I heard on the radio that they were going to give some seminar at uh, a Rich Dad Poor Dad seminar. And um, the thing is, the funny thing is I was so broke at the time that I took out a loan just to attend the seminar I took out I took yeah I took out a loan just to attend the seminar and uh it was a payday loan that I knew I probably wasn't going to be able to pay back at the time and I said no but I need to go and I even tried to like regain some of that money by because it was like two tickets and I invited a bunch of people nobody wanted to go with me I ended up going by myself and paying for two tickets by myself but so I went to the seminar they held it it was a weekend seminar it was a three-day seminar uh, it was in McAllen, Texas, and I, uh, I spent the whole weekend there. And I remember the guy, the guy holding the seminar, the guy holding the training said 97% of you guys will not do anything with the training that I give you. I said, no way, that's not going to be me. This was back in 2013. And I said, no way, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be the 3% that does something. And for the next two years, almost three, I didn't do a darn thing. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything in real estate. Until uh, I moved over here to San Antonio, I moved here to San Antonio, uh, met Marco, and then I became annoying to Marco, just calling him all the time and saying Very annoying. extremely annoying. Hey, I don't get it. Why doesn't this work? And what if I do this? And what if I do that? And I was just calling him. I, I'm not even lying, not over exaggerating. Maybe ten times a day, you know, just trying to get just trying to get a grasp on how this works. And and, and there was working. a moment
0: where I was like. How do I
2: block a phone number? <laughs> no, and then We're if I went news. to voicemail, I'd probably call him from another number too. Yeah. Like, hey, how come here? Or I right, text him, or, but I became annoying to him, and I, I latched on, and I said I want to learn, and I did. I did literally whatever it took to get some deals through, and the rest is history. I just started popping deals left and right, and now I'm working on bigger, better things um, in real estate. So awesome.
0: So moral of the story is read rich dad poor dad. You'll. Appreciate it if you haven't read it before.
2: It'll definitely change your mindset. Definitely. So we just
0: wrapped up episode eight. I think there were some solid questions. We had some people from Facebook. So we're always looking for more questions from you all. Uh, we want to answer your questions. We want to give you value. Is there a problem that you're having? Is there an, a situation? Explain it. Throw it at us. We'll tell you how we would handle it, give you our suggestions. And we want to answer your questions so that we can give you help in your life.
2: And let us know. We're here to help. That's what what we're doing this for, to help you guys out.
0: Exactly. So go to Hilco Homes on Facebook. Make sure to like us so you can continuously get these videos. Uh, We put out tons of content. If you can like this video, comment on this video, share this video, uh, we would really appreciate that. And then we will look for you on the
2: next episode. See you all next time. See you all next time.
1: Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Aaron Pettis. I'm with Hilco Homes. I'm an acquisitions partner with Hilco Homes. Uh, Hilco Homes is actually a wholesaling company here in San Antonio. Uh, our main goal is to become a national wholesaling company, but not just national, a national wholesaling company for apartment complexes. That's what our end goal is, and for everybody on the team to become an investor and to have our own portfolio with our own investments. Um, doing this video because uh, we're looking to hire some people And the reason I'm doing this video is because when I was doing it by myself, um, I was actually kind of lost I was at HEB for 12 years and then I just basically quit my job and I was trying to do the wholesale thing on my own and I was I was lost I wasn't I was I was trying to keep busy, but I only knew one way of keeping busy I didn't know all these other things that I could be doing to generate more leads or to generate more buyers and so I was kind of lost and so Marco uh, kept on reaching out to me and kept wanting me to join this team and I kept telling him no I didn't want to no I didn't want to because I'm sure like a lot of you guys out there you want to do your own thing right you don't want you just want to have your own your own thing going on um, well Marco was Marco was very persistent in getting me to join and I finally sat down with them talked with them and I liked everything that Marco had said I liked his vision for the company and his vision was about the same as my vision you know to, to help other people and to help other people grow, and in order to help other people grow, I have to help myself, right? So I have to help myself grow so that I can teach other people. And so now that I've joined Hilco, it was the best decision because I'm with a group of individuals who have a lot of knowledge, and I'm not having to pay $10,000 or $20,000 to go to these seminars. You know, with Hilco, there's a lot of knowledge that's there, and knowledge is powerful, and, 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 and I'm with some great people, and I've learned a lot just joining Hilco the biggest thing you need to understand is that you're not working for anybody guys this is this is a team we're with the team and so i guess i'm with the team and i don't feel like like i have a boss because i don't i'm with a team i have a team and and so i still feel like that i'm being i'm getting to where i need to get to because of their knowledge and their help so uh, with that being said guys um if you if you're interested in, in real estate you're interested in wholesaling um, and and you're, you're passionate about doing it, and you're not afraid to, of rejection, you're not afraid of giving up. Uh, we're looking for individuals right now. We're, we're hiring, we're hiring, we're looking for some people. So, you know, like us on Facebook at Ilco Homes uh, Facebook page. Send us a message. You can send me a personal message. And uh, we'll reach out to who we need to reach out to to see about getting you an interview. Thanks, guys.